0: today I will be reading Bird. This book was written by Zeta Elliott and illustrated by Shadra Strickland. If you have the book, you can follow along. If you don't, it's quite okay. Just get in a comfortable place, get relaxed, and listen quietly to Bird. Today I saw a bird outside my window. It was perched on the rusty rail of the fireplace escape, shivering in the winter wind. I wanted to open my window and bring the bird inside, where it was warm, but a sudden gust of wind blew the bird away. I drew a picture so I wouldn't forget. Mama and Papa named me Makai, but Granddad calls me Bird. That's what he used to call me, anyway. Granddad passed away about a year ago. Now, he's gone his best friend Sonny looks out for me. I call him Uncle Son. He comes by once a week and takes me to the park. Mostly Uncle Son and I just sit on our usual bench tossing stale bread to the pigeons. Uncle Son says he likes talking to me because I keep him on his toes. I like talking to Uncle Son because he treats me like I'm grown. Not like I'm some little kid who can't understand anything. Uncle Son tells me stories about Granddad and all the daring missions they went on during the war. Granddad and Uncle Son were pilots. They used to fly even higher than the birds. Uncle Son says flying a plane is the best feeling on earth. Except you're not on earth really. You're a part of the sky. Sometimes, on my way home from school, I stop to visit Uncle Son. He lets me sit at his kitchen table while I do my homework. Uncle Son puts on his favorite jazz records and makes coffee for us in a saucepan. When I'm finished with my homework, we sit on Uncle Son's lumpy sofa and sip our sweet black coffee. Once, I told Uncle Son I wished I could play the saxophone like Charlie Parker. Uncle Sun just shrugged. That other bird, he's all right, but you don't waste your time trying to be like him. You just remember, everybody got their something, and that includes you. I like to draw. I'm not real good at it yet, but I try to practice every day. Uncle Sun says that's how you get good at something. Do it over and over until you can practically do it with your eyes closed. For now, I keep my eyes open because I'm still learning how to get it right. It's kind of hard. Sometimes the picture I draw on the page doesn't look like the real thing. Other times the picture I draw looks even better than what I'm copying. That's what I like about drawing. You can fix stuff that's messed up just by using your imagination or rubbing your eraser over the page. I draw the things I see in my neighborhood, buses and trees and buildings and people, but mostly I like to draw birds. That's not why they call me bird though. Granddad gave me that name after I was born. He said I used to lay in my crib with my mouth wide open. I cheep just like a baby bird in its nest waiting to be fed. When I was little, I needed someone to look out for me. My big brother, Marcus, used to do that, but he can't anymore. Some days when my folks are working late, I go on the roof. I'm not supposed to do that, but I only stay for a little while and I never go near the edge. I just sit and watch the birds fly. Most people think birds fly by flapping their wings, but that's just partly true. They flap their wings for takeoff and landing. But once they're up in the sky, they just spread their wings and soar. Marcus used to go up on the roof, but not to watch the birds. His face would be all tight and angry when he left. But when he came back downstairs, Marcus would be chill. He never let me go up on the roof with him, but sometimes afterward, he'd take me to the store and buy a big bag of chips and two bottles of soda. Then we'd go to the park and hang out. I never asked him why his eyes were so red. I just listened to my big brother talk about the sky. Marcus told me there was a place high above the clouds where everything was calm and still. Sure can't find no peace in the street, Marcus would say. I guess that's why he went up on the roof. Marcus was real good at art. He was the one who taught me how to draw. He'd make fancy words with all kinds of colors and swirls. Marcus would show me the picture when it was done. A few days later, I'd see it up on a wall near my school. Granddad called it garbage graffiti, but Marcus called it art. Granddad said real art belonged in a museum. Marcus said our hood was his museum. He said the street was where he belonged. Marcus stopped drawing a few years ago. That was around the time he stopped going to school, and that made our folks real upset. Sometimes Marcus would walk me to school, then he'd go hang out in the park. I'd ask if I could hang with him and his friends, but Marcus said no. It's not too late for you, Marcus would tell me. Stay in school and make Mama proud. If I complained or talked back, Marcus would get tough with me. Do what I say and not what I do. He would snarl like a fierce pit bull. Marcus could be scary sometimes, but then he'd smile a little, so I'd know we were cool. I'd go to school, and Marcus would leave. (laughs) Whenever I finished one of my drawings, I'd show it to Marcus. He would tell me whether I was getting better or not, and he'd show me ways to fix my mistakes. One time, I knocked on his bedroom door, but Marcus didn't say, come in. The door was a little bit open, so I pushed it, just enough to let my head inside. Marcus was curled up on his bed, shaking and sweating. I asked him what was wrong. Marcus mumbled something about needing a fix. Don't tell Mama, he whispered. I didn't know how to fix Marcus, so I left my drawing on the floor and went back to my room. The only people I ever saw shaking and sweating like that were the crazy people in the park. Mama called them addicts. Granddad called them junkies. Papa said to stay away from them, because people like that would do just about anything to get more drugs. I stared at the eraser on the end of my pencil. Then I drew a picture of me and Marcus up on the roof. Marcus was better the next day, but after that night, he started to come home less and less. One Sunday when we got home from church, all our stuff was gone and our TV, our stereo, the microwave, my video games, and all of Mama's jewelry. I thought we'd been robbed, but Papa didn't call the police. Mama sat down at the kitchen table and put her hand over her face. Granddad called a locksmith. Later that night, Papa told me that if Marcus came by, I wasn't allowed to let him in. That didn't make sense to me, because Marcus is family, and he lives here too. But Papa said that Marcus was sick, and until he got better, Marcus couldn't come around anymore. I asked Papa if what Marcus had was catching. Papa looked at me for a moment, then he shook his head and held me long and tight. I try really hard to obey my parents, but sometimes I break the rules. A few weeks after we changed the locks, I heard a knock at the door. Mama and Papa were still at work, and Granddad was listening to his radio. I didn't take the chain off, but I opened the door and peeked outside. Marcus was standing there in the hallway. He didn't look so good. I figured he was still sick, but Marcus said he was feeling a lot better. He told me that he'd be coming home soon. I wanted to take the chain out the door and let my brother inside, but Marcus said he couldn't stay. He just came by to give me something. He pulled a bag out of his jacket and handed it to me. Inside was a book about birds. I asked Marcus to wait a minute. Then I ran to my room and took my best drawing off the wall. I raced back to the door and slipped it to Marcus. This is the best one yet, he said with a smile. Marcus carefully folded my drawing and put it inside his jacket. Then he went away. I asked Granddad what it would take to fix Marcus. Granddad pressed his lips together and thought for a long time. Then he put his arm around my shoulder and said, Some broken things can't be fixed, bird." Later I went to my room and drew a picture of Marcus the way he used to be before he got sick. But when he was my big brother, back when he was my big brother, and not some junkie, we had to lock out of our home. I pinned my drawing to the wall and stared at it until my eyes filled up with hot, angry tears. Marcus's face became a blur. I threw my pencil at the wall and snapped it in half. The next day, I taped my pencil back together, but Marcus never got better. After the funeral, Granddad went to bed and stayed there for a long time. Mama said his heart was troubling him, but Granddad said his bones were just tired. That was about the time Uncle Son started to look out for me. Now we go to the park together every week. Thanks to the book Marcus gave me, I can name pretty much any bird I see. Uncle Son likes the mallard duck best, cause it's got a shiny green head like a soldier wearing a helmet. I like the cardinal cause it's bright red with a pointy crest. When it flies, the cardinal looks like a fiery spark blowing through the trees. In the winter time, it's easy to see the blue jays playing tag in the branches. Uncle Sun knows a lot about flying. He told me that birds aren't light because of their feathers, but because they have hollow bones. Uncle Sun said things that live in the sky are fragile. We only think they're strong. I wish I could have fixed Marcus, I told Uncle Sun. He just turned his lips upside down and slowly shook his head. You can fix a broken wing with a splint and a bird can fly again, he said, but you can't fix a broken soul. Then uncle's son told me a story his nanny told him. When he was just a boy, there was a time, he said, when our people could fly. Back when there were steel whips and chains, folks held on just as long as they could. But when their body broke, the spirit went free and carried the poor soul home to Africa. Is markets in heaven or in Africa, I asked? Uncle said... Son said Marcus was at peace. Granddad passed two months after Marcus. Uncle Son said he thought Granddad went to heaven to keep an eye on Marcus. That made sense to me. The next time Uncle Son and I went to the park, I looked up at the sky instead of the trees. The sun was going down. It looked like a pink and silver blanket was about to cover the whole world. Heaven's that space high above the clouds where everything is calm and still, right? I asked Uncle Sun. I asked. Uncle Sun nodded and smiled at me. When I got home, I drew a picture so I wouldn't forget. The N Boys and Girls That Was Bird by Zeta Elliott and this book was illustrated by Shadra Strickland. I hope you are having a beautiful day, little ones. Take care. Goodbye.